Thank you for tuning in to our podcast recorded live each week. Now sit back and enjoy the award-winning Tony Sanders Outdoor Show. Tony Sanders Outdoors is live on the air on the bank, the beautiful Tennessee River. It's been a while since I've done that. I kind of enjoyed that. I like it. Try it again. No. How are you doing, Robert? I'm doing well. How are you doing? I am having a ball. Just got back from a two-day meeting, TWRA. We'll talk a little bit about that. Did no business. You don't have to worry. We had not changed a thing. Well, that's good. I was worried there for a half a minute. <laughs> We uh, It was actually orientation for the new commissioners. Every two years, new commissioners roll on, and that's what this was. So we decided to, instead of doing a really dry, boring intro to being a commissioner, we went to uh, one of our newest refuges, Buffalo Ridge, which is uh, it's exit 143 going between Nashville and Memphis. So it's uh, it's not far from the river. I mean, Camden, um, Paris is 126. So, and the river is seven miles from that. So that puts it at 130, what, three? Yeah. So it's about 10 miles from the river. Well, that's about from, from the Tennessee River uh, on uh, I-40, I guess, yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, really cool place. We'll talk a little bit about it. It's really... It's the only, here, here's that, you, you and I both love useless trivia. Yes, we do. It is the only wildlife management area in the state of Tennessee that is not managed by uh, the hunting law enforcement side of the agency. Hmm. It's actually managed by the education side of the agency. Okay. So it's, so it's not the, it's for the thinkers, not the flinkers. It, no, <laughs> we were we were planking. Yeah, if yeah you, I know. If you saw any of the, I saw. That's if, why I said that. If you saw any of the video of of me uh, giving myself a little bit of ability to to prove that I can shoot a firearm, a little bit, I would say that. I wouldn't have questioned you, but you had to prove it to the new guys. It was like hazing, right? You didn't you you loaded blanks with them. Did yeah. you, Did you haze the new people? No, we didn't do that. Oh, okay. Give them blanks and let them shoot. What's wrong with you? I thought you, you, know, you wanted to be a commissioner. You got to hit yeah. a target. You, you can't do any better than that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we'll talk a little bit about that. Got to uh, take the new MRAD, which is the brand new, uh, recently selected uh, new rifle for the Army. And um, I don't know exactly what MRAD stands for, but modular something. That's about as far as I got. Uh, but took that, took that for a spin. Was it fun? It was. And, and you know what else was cool? Now you've heard me. I've never, um, there, yeah, that would be it right there. Multi-role adaptive design. So it's not modular. Multi-role adaptive design. Oh, Actually it, comes. It's, it's modular. You, you can put a lot of stuff on there. Comes with three barrels. Uh, it's sweet. Um, you've heard me before. Mm-hmm. I, I, going to the range is not something I just enjoy doing. 
Yeah, you're not a you're not a range kind of well, guy. Go and go and shoot a um, a three three eight Lapua at a thousand yards, and it changes that attitude just a little. Yeah, I would say so. So um, yeah, it was it was kind of cool. We'll talk a little bit about that, um, and had all kinds of stuff going on, and it, and then uh, tremendous food. Oh, we had some crappie that was oh my god, good crappie. Oh. My uh, Dr. Hatcher, who is the Secretary of Education, was there the first night when we had the crappie. <laughs> and, and he's a little guy. Mm-hmm. Um, healthy little. If you think of marathon runner, this is what you think of when you look at him. Okay, gotcha. Uh, super nice guy. He's a, he's a veterinarian. Uh, owns a dairy farm. And um, and so got to, got to eat dinner with him that night and spend some time with him. He was at our table and and uh, <laughs> I, he ate he ate three times the amount of fish I did. Wow! And and I bet he doesn't. I bet he's half me. <laughs> and he ate three times. It was funny to watch. I mean, he just, God, that's so good. And and I don't know if it was that or his wife wasn't there or I don't know what the case was. But he he may reference the fact that she wasn't there. He was going to get another piece of pizza. <laughs> it was pretty funny. Okay, fair uh, enough. So we had a good time with with him and. Uh, uh, Department of Agriculture is a is a big uh, partner of TWRA, and so it was kind of nice of him to to show up and uh, and talk to us because uh, farm deer farms, which TWRA actually is under the Department of Agriculture, so they're a big partner. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you know, it was it was a good trip, good trip. I got in a little fishing over the weekend uh, Sunday after. Last Saturday show, Sunday, I went out uh, Sunday evening and went to a rather urban area and uh, brought the static line rod out and ended up catching probably 40 little green sunfish, not a big one among them, but it was a whole lot of fun doing it. And uh, got uh, one little bass, which I was real surprised about. He wasn't much bigger than probably six inches long, but it was still fun. Um, Trying to think what else I've done this week. So I got out and actually got some fishing in. Glad to see the water's dropping on the river. I can maybe get out there sooner or later. Now that the water, they've turned off the uh, sluice gates up at the dam. They're closed and they're just now just flowing normal generation. I can't. So. I can't read. What's happened to our camera there? What does it say? It, uh, so somebody made a comment or? Yeah, Chuck. Okay, that's fine. Chuck Miller. Morning, Chuck. What did Chuck say to us? I, I'll have to get my glasses out and read it here in a minute. I just. Uh, or I can log on to Facebook. We'll try that. Too. Yeah, we can do that. But um, no, it was just it was so much fun uh, getting away again, and uh, again, this it, it amazes me the what the agency does. Uh, and and this and this you're coming from a guy that was pretty involved with the agency through the hunter education program and things like that. But to find out what all they do and and this place over here is phenomenal. Um, the guy that donated the property mm-hmm. to TWRA, uh, came out, and he was a uh, really nice guy, and they got to talking to him, and uh, and this was before your time here. He was the founder of Correction Corporations of America. The prison the, system. The prison system. Yeah. Yeah. He, Hamilton County was the first one he ever did here 
at Silverdale. Hmm. It was the first one that they ever owned uh, or managed, and that was where his company got started. And he was the guy that gave the um, the property to TWRE to create this this area. Well, that's very cool. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was. So he was. His name's Tom Beasley. He was there. Super nice guy. Okay. He came there for dinner, uh, the second night, which was a shrimp bowl, a low country shrimp bowl. Oh, man, <laughs> how come I don't get? And obviously we're on to. Obviously we're both hungry this morning because we're on to food first thing in the in the first what? Uh, no, we're not. We're just talking about what happened. Oh, okay. Well, now I want I want a low country boil for breakfast and some crappie to go along with it. That sounds really good. I love low country boils. It was good. Oh, it does sound good. And 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 they had a table, um, which I won't say where they came from, because it would be a competitor to one of our advertisers. But it was really kind of cool. Hmm. It was actually a stand up table. And it had a hole in the middle for the to throw the stuff. Yeah. Um, it was designed for a low country bull. Yeah, it was, huh. or for any kind of. Outdoor activity like that, I might have to get one. <laughs> hey, I loved it. Oh, yeah. it sounds like it. the last time I went to a, the last time I went to a really good uh, crawfish boil, uh, they actually brought they dumped everything into a a and they I'm sure it wasn't a used one. It was for aesthetics. A Piro, the uh, Louisiana push boat, and they just dumped buckets of this. And the Piro is probably four or five feet long, maybe two or three feet wide. Uh-huh. And, and they dumped the corn and the potatoes and the crawfish in there, and, I, and you just stood there and ate them. And oh, okay, now I'm hungry. <laughs> Let's see where Chuck's going to the National Guard Armory in Cleveland, Tennessee, for a gun show today. Mm-hmm. I need to, I need to get with Chuck. I got a few guns I want to get rid of. I need I need to go set up with him. You need to go set up. He's, with him? he's becoming good at it. Is he? Yeah, along with his car stuff. And you can hear them uh, at what, not 7, but 8 o'clock? 8 o'clock. 8 o'clock in the morning. Uh, Dr. Diesel and Professor Overdrive will be here and uh, doing doing their show, and it's a great show. I call in and listen, listen and call in all the time. Mm-hmm. That's what happens when you drive vehicles that are old. You need, you need, you need good You mechanics. need all the help you can get. You yeah. mechanics. <laughs> so, uh, anyway, that's what's happening. And you know what? Tennessee turkey season opens today. Yep, sure does. I was reading uh, Facebook last night. And people are excited about this. Yes, very much so. I'm excited. Except I don't get excited yet. I usually don't go until after tax day. Then I get that it. makes sense. Being a CPA and yeah. that being a CPA would make turkey season awfully hard. I, I can I can fully understand that. It is difficult. But I do it. I sacrifice to do it. But anyway, I'll uh, I'll be gearing up it for it in a couple of weeks. Believe it or not, it's hard to believe it's just two weeks away. Mm-hmm. But so all that's happening. So that's kind of where I'm at. What do you got on your mind? Um, I've been thinking about turkey season. I'm trying to figure out when I can go. And uh, the season starts obviously today, and it goes through the 13th of May. Yeah, you're you're. It's kind of messy for you too. Teaching, teaching, and we've picked the two. We have picked the two. Well, actually, the three occupations that do not correlate well to turkey hunting: CPA, teacher, and doing a Saturday morning radio show. Those three things really don't lead to a lot of turkey hunting. But uh, yeah, teaching. I've got to get the class shut down and 
grades and all this other stuff. Finals. Finals and yeah. Um, graduate once I get graduation done, then then I can think about it. And uh, once again, I will be attending the uh, Sportsman's Warehouse Dream Tournament in you coat gonna, and tie. You gonna dress up this time? <laughs> I, I I'm gonna have to dress up because I got to leave right after to, to go to graduation. So it's happened before, and it 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 always seems to happen. Derby Day, uh, the Sportsman's Warehouse Dream Tournament. And graduation is always on that Saturday for some reason. It always happens. So, busy so, day. You'll be there. Come see Rob at uh, Chester Frost Park in uh, his coat and tie. Yep. Bow tie, right? Always. Always bow tie. If you can tie them, I say wear them. They're hard to tie. And no, I don't wear the captain clip on. Uh-uh. No, a real bow tie. I'm okay. just just saying. All right. Well, we'll have you out there uh, dressed in your... In your, I may make you wear your gown. Oh, bring, oh you want the hood, the gown, the whole yeah, mortarboard well, and everything? Absolutely. Might as well be. Get a, get, that'd be a good commercial. Rod one hand, gun the other hand. Somebody dressed up as a professor. That works. That'll work. All right. Let's let's uh, let's go pay our first bills of the morning. Tony Sanders Outdoors wants you to be part of the show. And how do you do that? You pick up the telephone and you dial. 423-267-1023-267-1023. You're looking to target your product or service to the outdoor community. Tony Sanders Outdoors can help. Nearly one-third of the radios are tuned to Tony Sanders Outdoors on Saturday mornings from 5 to 7 a.m. Whether it's a recorded commercial, live reads, remote broadcast, or product endorsements, Tony and Rob can help. Give us a call at 423-280-3677 to discuss your advertising needs. Tony Sanders Outdoors, your outdoor advertising solution. 423-280-3677. If you need any outdoor supplies, there's only one place to go, Sportsman's Warehouse. They have all the equipment you need, as well as a friendly, knowledgeable staff to assist you. If you want a firearm, then check out the thousands of guns they have on the shelf. If you don't see one you want, go to sportsmanswarehouse.com. Choose from over 6,700 models they have, and they will ship it directly to the store. Everyday low prices, no shipping charges, and no processing fees. Sportsman's Warehouse, the great indoors for those who love the great outdoors, Highway 153 and Lee Highway. Sportsman's Warehouse is a perfect place to shop for all your outdoor equipment. No matter the season, Sportsman's Warehouse friendly staff and knowledgeable experts can assist you in finding what you need for your adventure. If you're a hunter, angler, boater, hiker, camper, or need clothing or shoes, Sportsman's Warehouse has just what you need. If you're looking for a firearm, Sportsman's Warehouse has over a 1,000 guns in the store. Now, if you don't see one you want, you can go to sportsmanswarehouse.com and select from over 6,700 guns offered online. Then you can have it shipped directly to the store, everyday low prices, no shipping charges, and no processing fees. Don't forget to sign up and register for the Sportsman's Warehouse loyalty card. This will give you points towards gift cards and special promotions, as well as keeping you informed of upcoming events. Be sure to like them on Facebook for prizes, promotions, as well as things happening at the store. The place to shop for all your outdoor needs. Sportsman's Warehouse. The great indoors for those who love the great outdoors. Highway 153 and Lee Highway. 
Beatty's Fertilizer in Cleveland, Tennessee are the experts when it comes to lush green lawns. If you're a homeowner, Beatty's has everything you'll need for preparing and maintaining your lawn this spring. They can recommend products designed for this area and provide you with knowledge to have a lawn that is the envy of all your neighbors. If you're a lawn care company owner, Beatty's can formulate special blends for your customers by the pallet. Go to the pros at Beatty's Fertilizer, 472-5491, 472-5491, and check them out at Beatty'sFertilizer.com. Welcome back. Tony Sanders Outdoors. Hanging with you on this Saturday morning. You can join us on Facebook Live. You can join us on all the social media things. I can see Rob. I can see me. I'm sporting my uh, high caliber hat from the Friends of NRA. Mm -hmm. Again. Again. Once again, oh, speaking of banquets, yeah, had a really great time at the SCI banquet on Saturday night. Got to see a lot of people that, uh, you know, you see only at certain banquets and uh, had a lot of fun. Had a lot of fun at that one. It was a lot of fun. Uh, I won a firearm. Yes, you did. And a safe. And a safe. That should have had a firearm in it. They, I think they, I think they, they hoodwinked me on that. You think they did? Yeah. All right. <laughs> but you did win a firearm. I did win a firearm. Thanks to Sportsman's Warehouse, I'm walking by their their they Sportsman's Warehouse always runs a game or so for all the different banquets, and the very lovely young lady said, "You got to play. Come on, Tony, you got to play." Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't want to play. No, you got to play. Okay, I'll play. How much is it? Twenty bucks for two. Okay, here's twenty bucks. So. I'm sitting there, and lo and behold, they call my name. Mm-hmm. So thanks to her, I won a gun. Mm-hmm. If I was any kind of a gentleman, I would let her have the gun since she convinced me to play. True. For $20, she could have the gun back. Love but, it. But I wasn't a gentleman. I kept the gun. <laughs> okay, fair enough. And I uh, got a something I wanted, a Ruger 1022 takedown. Break action comes with a backpack and all that. Mm-hmm. Uh, comes with threaded barrel, so I put a suppressor on it. Oh, nice. I like the I like that ten twenty two takedown. I really do. Uh, saw a lot of great hunts there. A lot of uh, places to go, destinations. Uh, a lot of great auction items there too. I got to figure out how to to I got to figure out how to go to Safari Club banquet. Okay, because all the hunts, understanding what you're buying, because there were some great buys on hunts. Yes, and there were some hunts that went pretty pricey. Sure. But I got to figure out, I was, and I was talking to uh, to the guys afterwards, and like one of the hunts to Ireland didn't sell for very much, and I said, you know, I think it's you, it's time you skip again. You just you don't you don't you don't bring that hunt back. Everybody, you know, it's it's the whole, it's all psychology. If you take it away, people will value it more when it comes back. Good point. So. They had they had a lot of guns. I had I had to get onto them. They had like thirty guns, uh, which is rivaling, you know, friends of NRA. It got close. Uh, actually, beat me last year. I didn't have as many. I, I fussed I fussed at us because we didn't have as many. So, 
But no, it was a good time, and um, I think they, uh, I think they did quite well. I think they did as well too. And then uh, we've got a um, next weekend is the DU um, Green Wings event, which is going to be huge down at uh, Covey Creek Farms, and it's Covey Creek's real easy to find. You go to whatever exit is uh, the first one in Georgia, Costco exit. Yeah, Costco doesn't pay me to use their name. That's why I wasn't going to. Oh, sorry. Um, it's the first exit in Georgia. And you turn right and go just a mile or so down the road, and it'll be right there on the right. There'll be big signs that you can't miss it. Yeah. So, so that's going to be a great event for kids. I hope the rain stays off so it stays dry like it is now. Should be fun. I hope so. I'm going to be working that event uh, with Trout Unlimited. So come on out and see us and come out and see the Wild Turkey, Rocky Mountain Elk, TWRA, Georgia DNR. Everybody comes to that one. It is a huge event. And if you have children, you need to check it out on the Ducks Unlimited uh, Chattanooga Facebook page. Uh, You need to register online if possible. They're trying to get an accurate count for lunch. Um, They want to be able to serve everybody uh, lunch. So. If you can register online, they'd appreciate it. But they are if you're not if you can't register, just show up. They will not turn anybody away. That's what I was told. So. First two hundred kids receive uh, Green Wings membership, courtesy of Sportsman's Warehouse. Their Sportsman's has a big uh, camping stuff giveaway package. Package. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I knew I was trying to get to a word. Uh, so they're going to be doing that. So it's going to be pretty cool. I'm looking forward to that. I always love seeing that all the kids having just a big time out there. 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. And it will be a tremendous four hours for your for your youth. Mm-hmm. Get out there and get some exposure to what's going on and things like that. So. And let them try something new. See if they have an interest in it. So, Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Where are we going? I don't know. I got a... I got a, let me see here, let me get to it, because I've got a weird outdoor story that's kind of long, so I may hold on to that one for just a minute. Um, Oh, you want to do it now? Okay. There's a a gentleman in Alaska. Uh, He has, the State Human Rights Commission attacked him over his pro-gun bumper sticker. Several days ago, employees at the Human Rights Commission and the Department of Corrections government agencies engaged a private citizen in what many are calling an abuse of power. It was reported that Mr. Leingear, Leinger of Anchorage, Alaska, had parked his truck outside uh, this area. Uh, and he had a bumper sticker that showed the outline of an AR-15, and it said, Black Rifles Matter. Okay. Well... Uh, two people who uh, were actual government officials left their government card on there and asked him not to park here and not to, you know, take the sticker off. Please do not park here with that offensive sticker on it in this parking lot, which was what was written on the business card of one of these representatives of the <laughs> departments of Alaska. Okay. Um, so they said that, uh, they suggested that the offensive bumper sticker was biased and that he shouldn't come here and he should consider taking it off. And he has called the Alaska 
departments and said, hey, this is free speech, Second Amendment rights, and all this other. And basically, the employees pushed it, and he's pushing back. So we shall see what has happened. We will see what, what will happen once the uh, complaint by the citizen against the government agencies will do. Have you ever been to Alaska? I have not. There's a pretty independent attitude up there. Mm-hmm. I can see somebody not really taking any appreciation to what they said. I'd say you have to be pretty independent and hardy and self-reliant to live up there because it's, you know, everything can kill you up there, like bears and snow and, you know, it's it's rough country. And I don't know that I would have told somebody, hey, I could have said, hey, I disagree with your bumper sticker, but if I'm a government official, I'm not going to put my official card on there and say, please don't park here. I find that offensive. You know, I used to, I, and if you've listened to this show very long, you've, I've, I've somewhat hardened a little. I used to say, you know, why, why, uh, why poke the bear, so to speak, talking about him putting those kind of stickers on. I mean, and we've mm-hmm. talked about it. Mm-hmm. I'm getting to the point now. I understand why people do it. You get tired. Yeah, I can understand it too. You you get to a point. This is my opinion, and and the last time I checked, you know. He's, it's his vehicle. He can put whatever he wants on it. And not, it's not offensive. No, it's not offensive. Well, someone took offense to it, but it, well, it's not uh, overtly offensive. They take offensive. offense to everything right now. Yeah, that's that's kind of my point. <laughs> um, so, I, I, I've got I've got a friend of mine that um, that got a Jeep, and um, I'm not going to get into all the discussions we've had, uh, but his family leans a little more to the left than than he does and so he um he had two stickers that he wanted to put on his jeep and his family just went nuts one of them was the coexist made out of guns yeah i've seen that one and then the other one was mickey mouse holding an ar-15 i have not seen that one i'll have to look that one up and uh and and he put it on there and just one of his daughters just freaked out and he basically said, "Get over it. It's my vehicle." Yeah, at that point, you got to do it. You got to you got to say you got to stand up for your for yourself. At that point, you know I've got, you know I've seen bumper stickers I don't like all the time. I just don't go ha- running around handing out business cards saying, "Hey, I find that offensive." I've got, I I guess in my job in teaching, I've got more to do than these other people who found the time to go out and, and tell him that they find his bumper sticker offensive. But. Uh, yeah, I'm with you there. Got another one, um, which we'll hold off on here. I was just looking through uh, the, the Solon Compass website. They have guns in this one. Oh, they do? Yes. They do. There's guns. There's multi-tools, too. Yes, and there's guns. Not that, you know, life revolves around firearms, but there's guns. So go check it out. I like it. Me too. All right. We'll be right back. Tony Sanders Outdoor. To be part of the show, get off your butt, dial your phone, 267-1023. Well, every spring for five long years I've been chasing down the same long beard as get up early and I give Babies Fertilizer in Cleveland, Tennessee are the experts when it comes to lush green lawn. If you're a homeowner, Babies has everything you'll need for preparing and maintaining your lawn this spring. 
They can recommend products designed specifically for this area and provide you with the knowledge to have the lawn that will be the envy of all your neighbors. Don't go buy a bag of something that may or may not work from a big box store. Beatty's has years of local knowledge and knows what will work in this area. Trust the local experts in fertilizer to assist you with your lawn. Make your neighbors really jealous. Call Beatty's. If you're a lawn care company owner or are on a landscaping group, Beatty's can formulate special blends for your customers by the pallet. Your customers will be happy with the great results, and so will you. Call Beatty's for more information on bulk fertilizer for your lawn care company. Minimum quantities required. So whether you're a homeowner, lawn care company, or just like digging around in the yard, go with the pros at Beatty's Fertilizer, 472-5491, 472-5491, and check them out at Beatty'sFertilizer.com. Are you a member of the National Rifle Association? If not, why? No other organization in this country fights for your rights like the NRA. In the current environment, our rights under the Second Amendment are being attacked every day. While we in the South may feel comfortable, that is not the case all across America. The NRA is taking up the fight for you, and you need to be a part. Join the over 5 million men, women, and children who are members of the NRA. Go to TonySandersOutdoors.com and click on the Join NRA link. Don't wait too late. Welcome back. Tony Sanders Outdoors. I just looked into the catalog at the auction, and not only do they have guns, they have a lot of coins. Mm-hmm. If you're a coin collector, you need to go out and check it out. A lot of pre-bidding going on, so go check it out at soloncompass.com. A lot of coins. Lots of coins. All right. All right. I'm, I'm, I'm going to talk about my shooting deal. Okay. Um, so, went to the uh, new commissioner orientation. Old commissioners went and just chance to get to know the new commissioners and such. Well... Found out, see, when I left on Wednesday. Found out on Tuesday, Barrett Rifles was going to come. Very cool. Uh, for those of you who know Barrett, um, if you've driven to Nashville, you drive right past their plant. It's right there on the interstate at exit 89. Right next to um, uh, their gun store there. Uh, also at the same exit. But they make uh, 50 calibers is where they got started with the M1A for the military, and then they've grown from that. But they were going to be there, and, of course, everybody wants to shoot a 50 cal. I shot one. I, I, was, I shot it. It was, but it, you know, it wasn't. I, I wasn't looking forward to that as much as I was looking forward to shooting the other firearms, uh, specifically the 338 Lapua, which I had never shot. And then they had a new one there called a 300 Norma, which I would love to know what the origin of that is. I don't know if you can look that up or not, Rob. 300 Norma. Norma. Yeah, okay. N-O-R-M-A. Um, I'm sure. It, who knows? But anyway, it's um, it it's it's a pretty cool. It was a it was a pretty cool deal. So they had the they had the thing, and it was very deceptive because number one. Uh, we're, we're plinking at a thousand yards. I like how you say that. Plinking at we're a thousand. Plinking at a thousand yards. But um, they had targets set up at 100, 250, uh, 500, 750, and a thousand. And these are four by four steel plates. So 
I'm just trying to fathom how you I, – I, I've got my head around it, but I'm trying to fathom how you would see a target at 1,000 yards. Even with a scope, I doubt I could find it. Oh, no. These are not your everyday scopes. Oh, these were not – these no. Okay, because every one I've gone through, I, even at 100 yards, I'm still a little shaky. You know, I don't know if it's because the caliber is bigger or what. Um, the The scopes were – according to the Barrett guys, were about $3,000, the scopes that we were looking at. Okay, so I guess a $3,000 scope does give you better than a $30 scope. Yes, it does. Okay. The suppressor on them were $2,000. The suppressor? The suppressor. Okay. Yeah, The if you if you go to uh, <laughs> my Facebook page, you can see videos. The, the 50 BMG that was there, which is designed to, you know, punch the engine of a tank uh, <laughs> or a human at great distance, one of the two. Uh, the 50 BMG that I was shooting in the video was about $17,000 as it sits. Now, there wasn't a whole lot of, uh, there wasn't a whole lot to it. I mean, it was basically a rifle, semi-automatic rifle, um, a scope, and a suppressor. Then they had one that was not suppressed. That thing was loud when it went off. I'm sure. Uh, it was set up for somebody shooting left-handed. They're about the one with the suppressor was set up for somebody shooting right-handed. Why does everybody hate us lefties? I mean, wh- well, they just didn't have a suppressor on it. Okay. So, um, but so now the Barrett, well, the fifty. I'll, so I'll talk about it first. Uh, we weren't shooting it anywhere but a thousand yards. And they had it set up, zeroed in, so you basically got behind the gun and sent around. Uh, and and sending's a, a is probably the appropriate thing because it's a, you know big arching shot in. Yeah, I was going to ask. That's not. I mean, the six hundred and sixty grain bullet. Oh my gosh! Wouldn't that? I can understand why you shoot it at a thousand because I'm thinking if you shot it at a hundred. You said a metal plate. It's going right through that one at 100, they, 200, 300. They will not shoot at a metal plate less than 400 yards I, because it'll come back at you. Yeah, I can understand that. So, anyway, uh, not to mention the damage it would do Yeah, to the plate or it could do to the plate. But anyway, so 660-grain uh, bullet, and they actually gave us a bullet, mm-hmm. a live round mm-hmm. that I brought with me. I didn't bring it today, but I'll bring it. It's pretty amazing. Uh, when you look how big it is, I I can I can barely wrap my mind around that. It's big, but the ones that were fun were the three three eight and the the three hundred Norma. Uh, does it say where it got its name? Uh, it's from Sweden. Okay, I'm assuming that's that's it. Um, it's basically it's basically if I'm not mistaken, it's a three three eight neck down to. It's got a really long bullet, but now, so so we're sitting here, and the first shot you take, they ask, you know, have you shot before? Yes. Okay. So the first shot you take is at five hundred yards. That's where you're. That's where you're starting at five hundred. You're starting at five hundred. Okay. <laughs> so, um, so I sit down, and and there's a you know there's commissioners there. Mm-hmm. There's 
all these TWR people there. So you know you're you you want to look like you know what you're doing, right? So and this and is, you've got your own outdoor show named after you. So yeah, you yeah. really want to look like you know what. So you're doing. so I sat down and and, and we kind of chit chat, and the guy says, "All right, you ready?" And I said, "Yeah." He said, "All right." So he said, "Find the 500 target," and I did. And I said, "All right." So he he gave me he was giving me windage and stuff, and basically he was telling me where to hold. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you, if you watch the video, you'll hear hold third left, hold center third left. So you, you kind of you look at the target and you move to a third to the left of it and up and down. And so that was kind of how we were. I mean, because we're again we're just trying to hit the the thing and right. So I'm holding five hundred, and, and and there've been people shot before me and had done well. So first shot, it goes down range, ding, hit. All right, cool. So we got, I said, where are we going now? 750. So we went to 750. Send it. Bing. It's like, yeah, I'm feeling good now. Mm-hmm. Now I'm getting a 1,000 yards. 1,000 yards is a long way. I don't drive that far without a pee break. <laughs> so, I'm just saying. Okay. I was not going there, but hey, that's okay. So we're, I'm sitting there, and so he's telling me to hold it. Um, he goes, wind's down. He said, send it. And uh, so I did, and you you hear the 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 gun go off, and then you then, bing. <laughs> so I turn and look at the camera and, and and the guy and I said, all right, it's just for the record, three shots, three hits, I'm done. So uh, I stood up and I I'm through, I'm good. And but it was so cool to shoot a thousand round or a thousand yards. So then I went and shot the the fifty. Then I came back and I shot the Norma. Now, the Norma is such a new gun, uh, a new round. They didn't have a lot of ammo, so they only let us shoot three times. What did I do? I duplicated. Bing, bing, bing. At, at five, starting at 500. Starting at 500. First shot at 500. Now, uh, granted, they had they had the gun set up right. There's no doubt. Right. Uh, but I mean, this thing had a level on it. Uh, it was it was pretty slick. Nice. But, yeah, I, I did. I started at, at 500 and... Um, Five hundred, seven fifty, and then a thousand, and uh, got got the the sweet sound of metal and lead combining uh, each time at, at at excessive distances. I might add. I would, yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm thinking, man, what what a great like elk rifle you can go s- elk, nothing pronghorn. You can you can hunt. You can buy a Wyoming license and hunt them in Montana. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so. Uh, yeah, we were, we were kind of joking about the 50, using it on the elk, and we said, yeah, it would quarter it and <laughs> process it for you before you got there. I'm assuming you want ground, because that's what it's going to yeah. be. <laughs> we'll be right back. Shut up the dog, stare at the water. If you're looking to target your product or service to the outdoor community, Tony Sanders Outdoors can help. Nearly one-third of the radios are tuned to Tony Sanders Outdoors on Saturday mornings from 5 to 7 a.m. Whether it's a recorded commercial, live reads, remote broadcast, or product endorsements, Tony and Rob can help. Give us a call at 423-280-3677 to discuss your advertising needs. Tony Sanders Outdoors, your outdoor advertising solution. 423-280-3677. 
Like a good neighbor is not just a saying. It exactly describes my friend Rodney Allen. For nearly 20 years, my family has relied on Rodney for all of our insurance needs. He's been there when my kids were learning to drive, when my wife had been hit by a few deer, and when I needed life insurance to protect my family, as well as when my grandson was born. As you can see, he's not just our agent. He's part of our life. Rodney Allen, 423-847-3881. Like a good friend, Rodney will be there for your family too. 423-847-3881. Welcome back. Tony Sanders Outdoors wrapping it up this first hour. Where's all the turkey hunters? Where they're on the, I know they're on the way. Yeah, they're probably Why are they not calling? They're probably listening for that elusive, you know, sound of a turkey. Like that. Hey, I think we need to go to Texas hunting hogs. Yes. The I came across an article, I saw this, and um, Texas says they are losing the war, and they're declaring war on feral hogs. They said that they're they're killing uh, approximately 30% of the hog population, but the hog numbers are still growing by 20% each year. So they, they could check this out. They could be hunted over bait, trapped, hunted at night, and hunted from aircraft. There, I, there is no bag limit. What was that? Was it? Was it the, the Ted Nugent show where he went out helicopter hunting? Uh, no, it was Hogpocalypse, I think it was. But he, I think Nugent was on the Nugent show. Nugent was on, yeah, they were using, they were using. Uh, 12-gauge slugs. 12-gauge slugs, they were using ARs. Fully automatic ARs. They were using some uh, some sort of shotgun that, I mean, it was just unbelievable the amount of lead they laid down. And they killed 600 hogs off this one farm, and they hardly made a dent. Well, I know, um. Uh, our friend Jay Allen Smith was, he did a, a TV show and, uh, and he started it because all of us are pretty cognizant of being hunters and, and, you know, doing the right things. <laughs> he started his show that time with, look folks, this is not hunting. This is eradication. Yeah. I am going to be shooting anything that, that, that is a hog. And that's exactly what he was doing. So I think, I think it'd be kind of fun to go out there and do that. I bet, um. I bet you don't have to pay a lot of money to do it either. I bet the farmers would just invite you in there to come I, and take I, out their hogs. I would think so because I like—I mean, there's no season, there's no limit, and hunted at night. Hunted I, at night. You know, we met the guy that did the thing down in Georgia where you hunted at night. I would love to go do that. Oh, I would too. They uh, go out with uh, a two-two-three at night with night vision goggles mm-hmm. and scopes. That's way cool. I would I would love to do that. And uh, I'm sitting here thinking, I'm just reading this article, and now I'm already back on food. Texas does real good brisket, but now if they've got so many hogs, man, they could be the barbecue capital of the world. I mean, because bacon is good. I thought they were, according to you. Well, they are. they got really good brisket. I've never had a lot of pork barbecue when I was there, but I'll tell you what. Whew, they need to get – something needs to be done about these hogs because if they're, if they're only killing 30%, and it's still growing by twenty percent. <laughs> That's not very good. Need to need to do more. I think that'd be fun, though. Mm-hmm. Oh, I think it'd be a. I think that would be a lot of fun. They says here they uh, can produce six to eight piglets per year, and if I read this correctly, they females can become active breeders 
in less than a year. So wow. You've got a major hog problem down there. And oh. it's good, and it, w- the thing is, it's going to be Louisiana, and then it's, it's kind of like chronic wasting disease. So, getting real careful, it'll, they'll cross into your borders too. So, all right. Um, hey, Steve. Tony. Hey, man. I heard y'all talking about barbecue in Texas, brisket and <laughs> pork, and it got my ears flowing. Okay. I want to let y'all know that the chicken wing capital of the world will be today down at the pavilion, the first Tennessee pavilion. Okay. Starting at 11 o'clock for this fourth annual Scrappy's Chicken Wings Contest. We'll all right. invite you and every, all your listeners down. Well, thank you. And that starts at what time? One o'clock, you said? No, 11 o'clock. Oh, 11 o'clock. Okay. This, this morning at the first Tennessee pavilion. Okay, good deal. And uh, I'd love to see y'all come down there. Super. Are you going to be, are you going to be cooking? Yeah, Al's Nest Barbecue will be there. We'll be there competing and cooking, giving away wings. How about that? Pilgrim's Pride has not been nice enough to supply the wings absolutely free. Sweet. The Elks Club is the Elks Club's furnishing a $1,000 prize purse. So come on down. It's going to be a fun time had by all. Sounds Texas like it. may do brisket. All right, there you go. don't have chicken wings yet. There you go, man. Thanks, Steve. Appreciate Thank it. Thank you, Tony. Y'all right. have a great day. Thank you. There you go. 11 o'clock today at First Tennessee Pavilion downtown near the Finley Stadium. The um, 4th Annual Scrappies Cook-Off. Chicken wings for breakfast. There you go. That'd be 11 o'clock be lunch. Yeah. Anyway, we'll be back top of the hour. Hunting, fishing, loving every day. That's the prayer that a country boy prays. Thank God he made. Don't stop that podcast now. That's only one half of the show. We'll be right back with the second half of Tony Sanders Outdoors. Tighten your life vests, strap into your tree stand, and get ready for the award-winning Tony Sanders Outdoors. Your source for outdoor information, education, and entertainment. Now, here are your hosts, Tony Sanders and Rob Pratula. Welcome back. Tony Sanders Outdoors, hanging with you this opening day of turkey season, 2019, here in Tennessee. Where's where's our caller from last week that was going to Georgia? Talking about Georgia. Yeah. So we always forget Georgia. I've talked about Georgia all morning. I hadn't heard a word. Hadn't heard. All right. Here's the turkey question for you, turkey hunter. What do you think about the... The... uh, fanning decoys where you get behind them and go skirting through the woods trying to get a turkey to come to you i think that is inviting a bad bad outcome okay simply because there's a lot of other hunters that you you may be on private land and you're assuming you're alone because it's private land and somebody may come onto it and see this fan moving and they shoot at the fan and they happen to hit the hunter behind it which has happened, and I just think it invites disaster. I don't like the idea. But, you know, it's perfectly legal in certain states. And apparently very effective. So I think that's why it's still out there. I am... Um, I want to do it. Okay. I want to be controlled. So I don't get shot. 
Oh, you mean my concerns that I just raised? Okay. Yeah. yeah no, I think I think they're valid concerns. Um, uh, I'm looking up turkey fanning uh, accident. So you're <laughs> okay. Hang on. You think there are a few? If I can spell accidents, not acinets. Uh Dad who killed son in turkey hunt charged. ABC News. Uh, Minnesota win. See here. That's all right. I'm looking. It doesn't. It, it was. There is no doubt. There is no doubt that it could be dangerous. No doubt. Mm-hmm. Doesn't mean I don't want to try it one time. To have the experience, yeah, and and under controlled situation, yeah, I would agree. Because it's very effective, and I think that experience getting that close to a turkey would be, you know, I mean, they get close, don't get me wrong, but. Maybe you make it out of Kevlar. Ooh, ooh. Very good idea. Because think about it. The shot's going to be at a distance. Right. Now, it's going to be a distance to kill you. But, you know, Kevlar, little wheels. Because Kevlar be kind of heavy, you know, ballistic material. Yeah, no, I'm, 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 I'm trying to come up with the marketing as as we speak here. I'm sitting here <laughs> thinking, you know, the Tony, the Tony's Tom Slayer sled or something. I mean, we'll come up with some. We'll market it. There we go. Just like our, we've got the great marketing idea to get rid of the carp in Illinois with a turkey shotgun. Bring your turkey gun and get ready for turkey season. We'll take you out on the Illinois rivers up there where all that. Uh, Asian carp are jumping, let you shoot at those to get I, turkey you know, practice. I asked TWRA about that this this week. About you, shooting the carp? Yes, yeah, shotgun and carp, and yeah. they weren't too keen on that. Oh, okay. Well, we'll have to go to, wh- where where was it? I, Illinois, I, it's allowed. I, I, that's what I said. I said, I said, for goodness sakes, Illinois allows it? Why don't we? Yeah. <laughs> Bad ideas in a 6 o'clock on a Saturday. <laughs> uh, I think it would be I, but I, I actually do want to do I do want to do the the fanning thing. Okay. Um. But I am. I am concerned about the safety. Mm-hmm. Um. Just because I think too many people don't ad- verify and identify their target. Prior to pulling the trigger, I agree with that a lot. And I, you know, we hear all the time, you know, people shooting at sounds, and it's not what they thought it was. And that's, you know, all a part of hunter education is target identification. You know, make sure that's a big fan there, though. Is that a guy behind it? I can't see. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that is a huge fan. Well, but you notice this one, and and what it is is today is the governor's one shot turkey hunt uh, in Nashville. And it's a fundraiser for the Tennessee Wildlife Resources Foundation. And there's a gala tonight, and they got silent auctions. And what they, they have a double bull surround view turkey decoy. Now, the ones I've seen in the past were only about the size of a turkey, and you mm-hmm. hid behind it. This looks like it's the size of a turkey, and then it's got an area even bigger that is designed to match the sky basically yeah but it looks huge because the guy's behind it it looks big 
It does look big. Um, I guess I'll look at details and see. So, yeah, I don't know. I, I think it would be fun. It's 44 by 27. That's big. That's huge. It's almost too big. Yeah. You could hide a small family behind that thing. True. Um, I don't know. I, I, I'm still not sold on that. I mean, I know it works. The idea, is, the idea and the concept are sound. But, again, it's just there's too many variables with public land. I mean, I, I certainly would not do it on public land. But Well, and I don't know that it, you know, it's that much safer, like you said. A lot of people don't seem to pay attention to boundaries and, and, and lines and things like that. True, true. So anyway, I think I'd, I'd, I'd love to know what people think. Um, I think it's, I think it is dangerous, uh, but I do think it's effective. The only problem I have with the, oh, I, I told a colleague of mine who, uh, about the Sawyer bug repellent the take, yellow stuff. The yellow stuff. The Tony Sanders yellow stuff. It's, you can get at Sportsman's Warehouse to take care of your clothing to keep ticks and uh, chiggers off of you. Told her about that and showed her a picture of it, and she's going to go down to Sportsman's and buy some because she works out. She was working with her horse the other day. She said she was already pulling off ticks. Right. So I was sitting there thinking this morning, um, with all the rain we've had, I'm sure the mosquitoes will be out and the ticks and chiggers will be out bad too. So be sure and. Get some of the yellow stuff and hose your turkey gear down with it real well. I wouldn't season. head to the woods without it. No. Um, I mean, pure and simple. It's just it's going to be a it's going to be a, a buggy year. It is. Well, we've had some so much rain. I mean, I, I'm just waiting for the mosquito season to really get kicked into gear because last year you remember me complaining about that one spot I fished where we had to walk through the woods to get there, and the mosquitoes were actually I literally just sprayed my arm down with mosquito repellent and one landed on a bubble of mosquito repellent and bit through the bubble to get to me. I, I and it was just it was so terrible that I mean just walking through the woods we 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 did not walk we trying to think of a word we didn't run but it was it was a fast a very fast walk through this particular section cuz we would get eaten up literally. Interesting. But and I tried several different brands and and Sawyer makes an actual uh, mosquito repellent they do. for your body. It's and not yellow; it's white. Mine is white and blue. Yes, yes. and uh, it seemed the white to, stuff. Yeah, the white stuff, real good stuff. The white stuff. It seemed to work, but I had to keep reapplying it frequently for some. Well, I was in the water. I was in the water, out of the water, in the water, out of the water. So it washes off. So uh, the other thing I did while I was I was gone, I shot. Uh, I didn't know Barrett made shotguns, but they do. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and I'm not talking military guns. They're hunting guns. They, uh, so we were shooting kind of a five-stand deal. They had set up. They had, a, they had a lot of shooting for us to do. That sounds good. They, the other thing they had, and, and I didn't do this because um, only I only, only had so much time, and I wanted to shoot the, the big guns. They had 14 blinds set up kind of like we hunt out of at, at Corky's. Mm-hmm. And they had 6.5 Creedmoors. And so you get up in the blind, and then they had targets out, up to 400 yards out, uh, and as close as 60 yards mm-hmm. that you were to shoot. 
So you climb up in the blind, find your target, take a shot, climb out of the blind, go to the next one. Take about two hours to get through the whole course. That sounds cool. Yeah, it's kind of like 3D archery with with guns. That's a very good. That's a very good analogy. And uh, so it was. Um, that was a lot of fun. I didn't do it. I just like I said. I I, I hated. I didn't have time to do it because that would have been fun. Mm. Uh, to 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 take those Creedmoors out. And those were also Barretts. Huh. They've gotten into quite the long range, long range calibers. They have. They have. It's. Um, and and I don't know if it's because they're getting more competition in the military stuff. Uh, what they were what they were telling me about this this MRAD that we were shooting is the army wasn't even supposed to make a decision on it for two more year or one more year. They cut it short a year early because the gun performed so well. Wow! They, they just said we're done. This is the one we select. And there were other comp- there were other guns in competition, but they just said nope, we're done. This one works. Mm. So. But yeah, so it was a, it was a Barrett kind of weekend or week, with uh, with all the the long range stuff, the shotguns, uh, and then the um, they called them field guns, is what they were calling them. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the the and they were all in six point five. Wow. Which I now own a six point five. Never shot it. So. Oh, that's right. You did. You did get one. You did pick up one. So we're going to give that a shot and see how that works. I like it. It was funny. <laughs> Trying to to match you. Okay, fair enough. So, so now I have another, yet another long range rifle. I'm just trying to think with the long range rifles. I'm thinking those would be really great for you know, obviously out west here. You know, like you've always said, you're not going to make a, you know, West Tennessee. Yeah, you're going to make long shots over bean fields. Out west Montana. Yeah, you're going to be making long shots. Here in East Tennessee, no. Well, I just set up a different part of the farm and shoot, you know, yeah. where I got a 500-yard shot. Obviously, I can hit 500 yards now. Oh, yeah. So, uh, no, you can hit 1,000. I can hit 1,000. Because you've done it twice. Yeah. So, you know, <laughs> of course, I'm not going to be sitting there with the, <laughs> that $20,000 firearm package. For that. The other thing, i tell you the other thing that kind of surprised me as we're, as we're going to the break here. Uh, the other thing that surprised me was, the um, the number of rounds we were shooting through the firearms without cleaning them or anything. I mean, hundreds of big caliber rounds. And, of course, that, again, is kind of a military deal. Mm-hmm. You don't have time to stop and clean your firearm. That makes sense. And this it wasn't changing the accuracy of the gun at all. Uh, I mean, when I shot and, and hit, you know, thousand yards i was the probably a hundredth round that had gone through that morning so huh, that's something to consider. all right we'll be right back tony sanders outdoors if you want to be part of the show give us a call 267-1023 267-1023 Beatty's Fertilizer in Cleveland, Tennessee are the experts when it comes to lush green lawn. If you're a homeowner, Beatty's has everything you'll need for preparing and maintaining your lawn this spring. They can recommend products designed specifically for this area and provide you with the knowledge to have the lawn that will be the envy of all your neighbors. Don't go buy a bag of something that may or may not work from a big box store. Beatty's has years of local knowledge and knows what will work in this area. Trust the local experts in fertilizer to assist you with your lawn. 
make your neighbors really jealous. Call Beatty's. If you're a lawn care company owner or are on a landscaping crew, Beatty's can formulate special blends for your customers by the pallet. Your customers will be happy with the great results, and so will you. Call Beatty's for more information on bulk fertilizer for your lawn care company. Minimum quantities required. So whether you're a homeowner, lawn care company, or just like digging around in the yard, go with the pros at Beatty's Fertilizer. 472-5491, 472-5491, and check them out at Beatty'sFertilizer.com. If you're looking to target your product or service to the outdoor community, Tony Sanders Outdoors can help. Nearly one-third of the radios are tuned to Tony Sanders Outdoors on Saturday mornings from 5 to 7 a.m. Whether it's a recorded commercial, live reads, remote broadcast, or product endorsements, Tony and Rob can help. Give us a call at 423-280-3677 to discuss your advertising needs. Tony Sanders Outdoors, your outdoor advertising solution. 423 423- If you need any outdoor supplies, there's only one place to go, Sportsman's Warehouse. They have all the equipment you need, as well as a friendly, knowledgeable staff to assist you. If you want a firearm, then check out the thousands of guns they have on the shelf. If you don't see one you want, go to sportsmanswarehouse.com. Choose from over 6,700 models they have, and they will ship it directly to the store. Everyday low prices, no shipping charges, and no processing fees. Sportsman's Warehouse, the great indoors for those who love the great outdoors. Highway 153 and Lee Highway. Welcome back to Tony Sanders Outdoors. Appreciate you listening to us this morning. Hope you're having a great day getting ready to head out to the woods or head out to the water. Get your coffee and join us for a little while. Hopefully you may be listening to us on your drive to the turkey fields this morning. Uh, if you're going to go turkey hunting, make sure you're li- you got your license and everything. Because uh, first day of the season, you know, you don't want to be out there illegal. So make sure you got everything you need for your turkey hunt today. Uh, speaking of illegal, a Minnesota couple was caught with 253 crappie over their limit. Uh, the possession limit for Minnesota is 10, and these people had close to 300 fish. Uh, the two people who I'm not even going to try that, uh, if found guilty, they could face fines of up to $3,000. And there was an anonymous tip turned into the poacher's hotline that brought the Minnesota DNR out there and informed them of these people who kept almost 300 crappie over the limit and that's just wrong they're stealing they're they're thieves and they're stealing from the people of minnesota and they should be charged they should have to pay restitution for those fish they're stealing your resources exactly and you can wipe out a generation of fish real easy at that point and you won't have any more that's why there are limits that's why there are length limits that's why there are you can only harvest x number a day i don't even if you don't know the game law, 300, what, do you, what is two people going to do with 300 fish? I like crappie just as much as anybody, but there's no way I could, if they split them, I can't eat 150 crappie. There's no way. Well, not in one what? sitting. No. But you can eat it over a week. Mm, probably. Maybe. I don't know. I, I mean, I like crappie, but after about the first 100, I think I get burned out. <laughs> I'm just saying, that's just me, I, I you know. But, yeah, uh, I hate poachers. I hate poachers. Speaking of poaching, mm-hmm. 
Uh, three men in Tennessee have lost their licenses, shotguns, and slapped with a stiff fine for hunting ducks illegally. The Tennessee Wildlife Resources Agency has charged three men with illegal duck hunting in Loudoun County. The three men um, have pled guilty to hunting in a baited area, violation of the daily bag limit of redhead ducks, using lead, lead schlot. Try that again. <laughs> We're back to muzzle loader again. Using lead shot and hunting without a proper waterfowl license and other charges. I don't know what else they could be charged with because you're that's they probably you know unless they didn't have a plug in their gun and they were out of season. That's the only two they didn't violate. Uh, following a guilty fee, the men were ordered to pay five thousand one hundred forty dollar fine, lost their hunting privileges for one year, and forfeited three shotguns. The men were found hunting on a farm, uh, on a farm pond baited with corn in London County near Highway 27 in January. So, I don't like duck poachers either. I don't like poachers, period. So, mm. gets me mad. I don't like poachers. I've got both. The I've got the East Tennessee, West Tennessee, Middle Tennessee poaching hotline on my phone and i've got the georgia poaching hotline i just i'm sorry we're out there to have fun but hey if something goes if, you, if you're doing something stupid i'll be one of the first people to call it because you're stealing resources good so there's not there's not enough wildlife officers to cover all you know all the land of tennessee so it, we rely on people being able to tell us hey somebody's doing something wrong I've called them here uh, one time while I was here. I, I think it was like July or August. There was somebody that was uh, had parked and was fishing down at Lake Junior, and I knew uh, Lake Junior was uh, closed during that time period. So I gave them a call, let them know, see what's happening. So why did our video end? I don't know. It's right here. I've got it live. We're good. I think we're not moving. Yeah, we are. Okay. It just, I was, I'm sitting there looking at it on Facebook and it just popped up. That's that's you, last week's. I know. Oh, okay. Why did it end then? I, that I don't know. Okay. Technical issues here. See, there I am. I'm waiting now. Okay. We're trying to be technical. <laughs> Trying is a key word there. I think we're still going, but hey, we still got the radio. Live video interrupted. Now, let me refresh this and see what happens to mine. We'll find out. So what's going on? Uh, that's pretty much it so far on the video stuff there. Um, let me see what else we got here. Uh, got another story. Uh, let's see. Oh, a lot of people have been asking. Uh, mm-hmm. if you, speaking of social media, the if you don't know this, uh, the TWA, when they give the Region 3 fishing report, uh, you can go online and see how um, the fishing is in a certain area, and that data is collected by uh, creel technicians. If there's no creel technicians on the lake or they go to another lake, you won't receive a report. So everybody's been upset. They say, well, where's the Chickamauga report? There's no creel agents here taking the report, and that's how the report is being written. It's by those cre- being interviewed by the creel agents. So, and And I did speak. They're actually getting ready to make some changes to that as well. So it's going to be more available um, than it has been. Okay, I so. I was I've had nothing but positive interactions with all my all the Creole agents I've ever met, and one of them, in fact, 
I think I told you this story, but uh, I was up fishing the Watauga, and I had forgotten that it was a whirling disease river. And he asked me some questions, how the fishing was going. I said, great, I caught two. He said, uh, we've got some cleaning stations out here. And I was like, oh, gosh, I'd forgot. And had, had he not said something, I would have probably walked by it, not even thought twice. And um, so it was, uh, you know, carried whirling to do somewhere else. So I'm so glad he said something. And he was just super nice about it, just a great guy. And, you know, they're there to just gather 100% information. They're not checking licenses. They just want to get gather data. And that data helps the commission, helps, helps the biologist make recommendations to the commission. Sure. So, I mean, it, it all works together. So, Good. And I think our video has stopped, so I don't know what's going on. You gotta hit the play button there. Okay, I'll hit the play button. So, yeah, I don't know. We'll try to figure it out. We'll figure it out here. Yeah. All right. So, isn't modern technology wonderful? It can be, except when it goes wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Um, let's see what else was I going to say? Beaverman. Let's talk to Beaverman. All righty. Hey, Beaverman. Man, I didn't know I was fishing with a narc. <laughs> Golly. I guess I better be cool, huh? Yeah, be cool, you man. You better be legal. Be, be cool, man. Be cool. I'm legal. I, buy, I spend money on licenses in, in so many states, I, I can't even remember to go back and fish them. I know. How many, the, you told me we were when we were fishing uh, up uh, the last time uh, for the trout, you told me you had, like, I think it was four, five states or six, wasn't it? I, it's a bunch. I forget sometimes. Yeah, I've got a big drawer full of old licenses, and one of these days I need to get serious and put them in a scrapbook or something. And um, if, you know, like I need another hobby. <laughs> there you go. Besides working all spring. Well, you know, you the one chose to go into this business. Well, what the hell else are you going to do with a degree in English literature? Educate youths. But I hate people especially yeah. young people yeah that you know i'm not if i'm not uh, you know directly related to them and then i only like them from time to time yeah if you're kind of misanthropic and don't enjoy children that teaching is probably not the way to go yeah no <laughs> I, i'd have been fired first week it's like because <laughs> i've been too much drill sergeant not enough nurturing <laughs> mommy that teacher yelled at me <laughs> uh, yeah like you stupid little piece of garbage <laughs> Yeah, probably. Up your, you pro- call, you probably call that not. A line? Probably not a not a good good career choice for you there. Yeah. Superman. So, my job is to pay people to tear up the expensive equipment I buy. Good. So that's that's what we do. Hey, um, I'm going to try to go turkey hunting tomorrow. If it's not pouring down rain or 11 degrees out of the back of the mountain, I'm going to try to go tomorrow. Got too much work to do today, but it's. it's uh, Supposed to rain tonight. Doing a little chirping. It's supposed to rain tonight about eleven o'clock, I think, and it's supposed to shut off by tomorrow morning. So you should be good to go, but it may be a little bit wet outside. Yeah, well, I got a butt pad to sit on. Okay. I'll. Um, my experience is when it, it's warm and then it cools off, they they shut up for a while, and may end up being a uh, a sit and hunt them like a deer situation. So, hey, um, two weeks yeah, I, I get to go to South Georgia. And uh, bass, turkey, and possible hogs. Ooh. And because um, they're around. And rattlesnakes and chiggers and ticks. 
Well, that'll so be fun. Be quite, quite the selection to choose from. <laughs> well, I hope that goes well for you. you well, I did buy some of the yellow stuff, and I sprayed everything I owned that's camouflaged down the other day. Well, now and, that and uh, that's the that's the trick is to spray it down beforehand. Yeah. And it's good for X number of washes, I think. You can wash it, and I think it's good for, like, five or six washes. And you don't have to re- reapply it every every time you go out. So it's really good stuff. Right. Yeah, well, we're, we're hoping. I, I, how does it work on rattlesnakes? Any, any clue? Will it keep them away? Absolutely. <laughs> okay. Tony Sanders guaranteed. <laughs> if, it, if it doesn't work and on rattlesnakes and you survive, then you can talk to me about it then. <laughs> for double my money back right yeah i'll, I'll help you out <laughs> all right gentlemen all right well, i'm i'm enjoying listening well good thank you so much and hope As you usual, i don't know if our buddy al's listening fat al he get, looks like he took a d-rick line drive hit Oh, did he really? Yeah, I saw that. He's he's got a bruise that's that you know the kind that eventually turned yellow and green. Except this one's just black and it's huge. Nice, yeah. Poor, poor Al. They they make shin guards, Al. I think. <laughs> yes, I, they do. I thought that's what the catcher was for. That's what I was always told. Yeah, exactly. Just move over here, kid. Yeah. Yeah, poor Al. I'm, I'm sure he's gonna be hurting after that thing. It looked miserable. Yeah, I tell you what, that's a tough, tough, tough deal. So, but anyway, all right, um, all right, all right, gentlemen. See ya. All, good. all right, bye, bud. All right, it's time to go pay a bill. Oh, I got to hit drop. It's time to go pay a bill or dorp, dorp, dorp. <laughs> see ya. Yeah. Anyway, we'll be right back. It sits above the mantel on a couple rusty nails. And it's worth a bunch of money, but it damn sure ain't for sale. The good Lord only knows all the stories it can tell. Granddaddy's gone. Like a good neighbor is not just a saying. It exactly describes my friend Rodney Allen. For nearly 20 years, my family has relied on Rodney for all of our insurance needs. He's been there when my kids were learning to drive, when my wife had been hit by a few deer, and when I needed life insurance to protect my family, as well as when my grandson was born. As you can see, he's not just our agent. He's part of our life. Rodney Allen, 423-847-3881. Like a good friend, Rodney will be there for your family too. 423-847-3881. If you're looking to target your product or service to the outdoor community, Tony Sanders Outdoors can help. Nearly one-third of the radios are tuned to Tony Sanders Outdoors on Saturday mornings from 5 to 7 a.m. Whether it's a recorded commercial, live reads, remote broadcast, or product endorsements, Tony and Rob can help. Give us a call at 423-280-3677 to discuss your advertising needs. Tony Sanders Outdoors, your outdoor advertising solution. 423-280-3677. Sportsman's Warehouse is a perfect place to shop for all your outdoor equipment. No matter the season, Sportsman's Warehouse friendly staff and knowledgeable experts can assist you in finding what you need for your adventure. If you're a hunter, angler, boater, hiker, camper, or need clothing or shoes, Sportsman's Warehouse has just what you need. If you're looking for a firearm, Sportsman's Warehouse has over a 1,000 guns in the store. Now, if you don't see one you want, you can go to sportsmanswarehouse.com and select from over 6,700 guns offered online. Then you can have it shipped directly to the store, everyday low prices, no shipping charges, and no processing fees. 
Don't forget to sign up and register for the Sportsman's Warehouse Loyalty Card. This will give you points towards gift cards and special promotions, as well as keeping you informed of upcoming events. Be sure to like them on Facebook for prizes, promotions, as well as things happening at the store. The place to shop for all your outdoor needs. Sportsman's Warehouse. The great indoors for those who love the great outdoors. Highway 153 and Lee Highway. Welcome back, Tony Sanders Outdoors. I feel better. Life is back in balance. We are one with the force. Yeah, we are one with the force. Okay. I'm sitting here like somebody's calling me. Who's calling me? Of course, it's JD. He's been trying to help me find my phone for the last. <laughs> I'm like, good lord, I'm just I'm losing my mind. I'm li- I'm li- I'm I'm sitting here. Uh, our, our good friend John Beatty called. Of course, I didn't have my phone. It was out in the car. Right. I couldn't find it. I've been out to the car twice looking for it. I've been everywhere looking for it. JD's calling it. Remember where I put it when you got in the car? I stuck it up on top right in front of the little display on, on the dash. Remember that? Little, you laid it flat. Laid it, it, yeah. Flat. Okay. And black phone, black, black uh, dash. No, I couldn't see it to save my life out there. Well, I can understand why you overlooked it because it, it was a little. It was about the same size as the phone, the, oh, the yeah. place you said it. So yeah. yeah, okay, fair enough. And uh, if anybody's trying to call me, we're using my phone for the uh, video, assuming it's still working at this point. So uh, call me later, <sighs> or call me maybe. So anyway, that's what's happening. Okay, fair enough. We're good to go here <laughs> for the moment. <laughs> uh, struggling, 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 struggling. Well, I've got. Two other stories. Uh, I don't know right. which, which ones you want to go to. We've only got a few minutes, so uh, go to whichever one makes you happy. All right, I'm going to the one that really makes me happy. This is one of my, the stories I've been waiting on. Uh, I don't know if you've ever you've seen it. Uh, the Trout Unlimited does river cleanups and stuff like that. Okay. And there's a group that uh, did a cleanup in British Columbia. Okay. And uh, there was a lot of trash and you know discarded plastics a whole bunch of stuff, but they had to wait till the snow melted to get out into the area to get it clean. Well, they, says here, they came up with about 600 pounds of trash, including shopping carts, tires, propane tanks, lawn chairs, burnt clothing, food waste, hundreds of needles, which were mostly uncapped, assorted plastic items, a kid's stroller, burnt, a burnt tent frames, old tent poles, sheet metals, and a curious bag of sex toys. That's something you don't find every day cleaning up the river. Okay. So that one that one was a unique uh, a find. Now, I have done cleanups, uh, and I was going to ask any of my TU friends to call in and let me know what's the weirdest thing they found. The weirdest thing I found Remember, is... Remember, it is a family show. Yeah, yeah. The weirdest thing I found was uh, a actual cart from the grocery store that somebody had pushed down and... It was huge. Getting that thing out of the river was a lot of fun. Um, but we got it out and, you know, took it out. But you'll never know what you find. Have you ever fished the Buffalo? The Buffalo River? Yes. I have fished and floated it. It is. A, they said it is on fire with smallmouth right now. Mm-hmm. It's that time of year. And uh, there's a, it used to be a big Boy Scout camp out on the <laughs> Buffalo River, too, if I remember correctly. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, I've, I floated the Buffalo 
uh, several times and fished it. It's a you, like you said, it is a really good uh, smallmouth river, and a lot of uh, rock bass too in there. Believe it or not, a lot, hmm. of, a lot of the green rock bass too, which they hit like a ton of bricks, but they make this one hard pull and you think you got this huge fish on, and then it's like just pulling in a wet dish rag. Huh. But anyway, so they're one shot wonders. Yep, pretty much. The, the I love the, I love the rock bass. They're, I think they're because they remember the brim species. I always love catching them, but uh, they hit like a ton of bricks. You think you've got you've hooked into Moby Dick himself, and then they just come up and it's like, eh. So it's kind of like the the Toby Keith song, as good as I once, um, good once as I ever was. Yeah, pretty much. Gotcha. Fair enough. So. Um. You think Hunter would enjoy fishing where you were fishing the other day? I don't want to give away your spot. Yes, I think so. And he's too young to drive, so you don't have to worry about him going there all the time. <laughs> yeah, and I will I will share my spots with you, yes, but yes. Um, with you, yes. Our listening audience, I don't want everybody and their brother there. So you, yes. <laughs> but I think if I think it would be fun to take him over there. What were you catching him on? You said a dry fly, a little fly? Yeah. A car rod? I was using a tank car rod, and I was using a uh, uh, elk hair, uh, rubber leg elk's hair, and then I switched to a brim killer with um, squirrel and a little bit of flash in it, and I switched to a small brim killer and just started literally killing brim with it, thus the name. But uh, our good friend Sonny the Duck Hunter was nice enough to give me uh, a whole bunch of duck feathers, which I'm still working on, but uh, he gave me some squirrel tail the other day along with the duck feathers, and I've started tying. So, so what would you suggest I take him over there with? Hmm. Gear what? Does he have like a small a small little like Zebco? Oh, yeah. Are you, uh, take one of those. Are and, you kidding? Uh, yeah. He's got, a, he's got a bunch of them. Okay. Take him over there and take a uh, micro jig over there, like a, a, crappie, a trout magnet or something like that, a little yeah. trout magnet, a little micro jig like that. I think he, he would have a lot of fun over there doing that. Or you could get him, or you could get him a cane pole and make it a ten car rod, and tell him here, and I'll tie him up some flies if you want, and he can just do that. Oh, you're gonna be there with me. Oh, okay, fair enough. I, I'll help out. I can do that. I do that tomorrow. Okay. I'll go fishing. Yeah, twist my arm. Sure, I'll go fishing. <laughs> and this is truly urban fishing. It is, and I'm 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 wanting to do more urban fishing, and I'm checking out a few places that. I think look fishy that people probably drive over every day and don't even think about it. And, or, you know, they think, hey, I ought to fish that one day, but one day never comes. I've been I've been looking at a few of these spots. I'm going to try and find more this summer. Um, I do need to go get a – I've been told, I don't know that this is true, but I've been told there is a lot of urban fishing in uh, Udawa area with a lot of creeks and streams running through Udawa. I've got to go down and get my Georgia license because um, I don't have mine this year yet, so – I want to be legal when I go down there, even though I'm fishing for micro fish. I'm going to obey the law in the state of Georgia because right. I know the problem is I know way too many DNR guys down there too. Yeah, you do not getting caught um, doing uh, a radio show fishing illegally is never good. No, no. I would I'd actually have to run the story poaching pinheads about you. Yeah, that would be bad, and I would do that. I know you wouldn't. That's the kind of love you got for me. I appreciate that. We'll be right back.
Are you a member of the National Rifle Association? If not, why? No other organization in this country fights for your rights like the NRA. In the current environment, our rights under the Second Amendment are being attacked every day. While we in the South may feel comfortable, that is not the case all across America. The NRA is taking up the fight for you, and you need to be a part. Join the over 5 million men, women, and children who are members of the NRA. Go to TonySandersOutdoors.com and click on the Join NRA link. Don't wait too late. Beatty's Fertilizer in Cleveland, Tennessee are the experts when it comes to lush green lawns. If you're a homeowner, Beatty's has everything you'll need for preparing and maintaining your lawn this spring. They can recommend products designed for this area and provide you with knowledge to have a lawn that is the envy of all your neighbors. If you're a lawn care company owner, Beatty's can formulate special blends for your customers by the pallet. Go to the pros at Beatty's Fertilizer, 472-5491, 472-5491, and check them out at Beatty'sFertilizer.com. Welcome back. Tony Sanders Outdoors wrapping it up this Saturday morning. So, let's uh, hit the calendar. Coming up on Saturday, April 6th, the Chattanooga Ducks Unlimited Great Outdoors Festival is going to be out at Covey Creek Farms. It's going to be 11 to 3. If you can, please go register online. They're trying to figure out how many lunches they need. If you can't, they're not going to turn anybody away, so be sure and bring your kid out there. They'll have a really great time, and that is next Saturday. Yes, it is. Uh, on May 4th, the Sportsman's Warehouse Dream Tournament's coming up at Chester Frost Park. It will be uh, going out at Safe Light. On the 6th, I'm sorry, on the 1st of June, Rocky Mountain Elk Foundation is going to be at the Alhambra Shrine. That Doors will open on that at 5 p.m. And coming up on the... 5th of September, the Medal of Honor Heritage Center and Sporting Clays event is going to be held out at Benton's, Benton Sporting Clays. i got to practice. More information on that, and uh, that'll be a lot of fun. All right, so back to the Barretts, mm-hmm. the the shotguns. Mm-hmm. They were nice guns. They were heavy. Really? Yes. You, one you wouldn't want to carry all day in the field? Yes. Okay. Were they over and under, side-by-sides? They were over-unders. Okay. Um... Now, in all fairness, there were no heavier than any other. But you got to remember, my over and under, which I only have one, is a uh, Beretta Essential, which is a field-grade, lightweight gun. Okay. It's not heavy at all. So when I picked this up, I'm like, wow, this is heavy. Yeah. Well, it was the same thing, I guess, happened to me out at uh, the Wounded Warriors uh, uh, uh picnic they you know we were out there shooting some clays and a guy had one of the tournament over and unders you know with the raised rib and you know it was this mm-hmm. gun had one purpose to you know shoot go you know shoot hundreds and hundreds of clays over and over again i picked that one up and it was i thought it was heavy but i had been shooting in the 870 right all last season before that and it was you know significantly heavier but it, the gun was designed different had a lot of modifications and 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 and, and that's fine i just i wouldn't i mean as I, I was talking to, um, I was talking to the guy from from Barrett. I said, you know, n- nice gun. I enjoyed mm-hmm. shooting it, but I said, I'm kind of a, I'm a utilitarian. My gun, whatever gun it is, is going to the field. I don't have a lot of guns that I don't shoot. Right. Well, getting more and more because I can't. <laughs> but I, I mean, I don't have guns that I don't take to the field, and um, and so. 
I've told the story. I never had an over and under, and people ask me all the time. I've I've got one. I bought it a long time ago. I bought it from a company that was going out of business. I bought. I, they had a lot of guns, and if I had known I was going to like it as much as I did, I'd have bought a nicer one. But I told them I want the bottom of the line because I have no idea if I like this gun or not. Right. And that's what I got. And to this day, that's what I use. And it's beat all to death. I mean, there are, there's a, one I'm very proud of is there's a, uh, a gouge mark down the bottom of the stock from a barbed wire fence that was not me. Right. <laughs> but, I mean, it, it, you've seen it. Yeah. It's, 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 it shoots great, looks good. No, it doesn't. It looks, well, it still looks good. It looks well used. It looks used. Yeah. It's broken in. It works. Mm-hmm. And the one thing that it does that I like that nobody else likes is every time you break it down, it goes on safety. Right. And people hate that. I can uh, see where people would hate that, but better better safe than sorry. But that's the only way it's ever done for me, so that, I liked it. Yeah. And so I first thing I do when I fire is I move the safety forward, and I'm used to it, and that's what I do. And And people... You know, they don't appreciate that. I'm kind of utilitarian in my shotguns as well. My 870s, the the synthetic stock, because I didn't want nice wood because I'm thinking it's probably going to get put in the bottom of a canoe and mm-hmm. and it would help withstand the elements a little bit better. So I'm kind of following well, along in that train. And so that you know, that brings up another question. You know, with your nice rifles, do you want do you want synthetics or do you want uh, wood, or do you want to buy? What I've started doing is buying wood and then buying a synthetic stock to replace it until uh, I want to do something with it. That's a good idea. Because, again, I want it to be something I use. And if I keep getting more and more, then we're going to have more and more problems. <laughs> All right. Man, it's been fun. Mm-hmm. It's nice to be back in town. Going to have some fun this weekend. Everybody enjoy it. Get out. See you next week. Tony Sanders Outdoors. Loving every day That's the prayer that a country boy prays Thank God he made me this way You have been listening to a podcast of the award-winning Tony Sanders Outdoor Show. Please subscribe to our service to get updated shows weekly throughout the year. Like us on all the social medias to keep up with what's going on on Tony Sanders Outdoors.